So, the BET Awards 2020 happened yesterday, June 28th. And as someone who watches the BET Awards pretty religiously, at least for the last at least seven years, (laughs) um, I feel like I want to talk about it. So, welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week I'm going to tell you how I feel about the BET Awards. Now, first off, let's start off how they start off. Um, so, they introed the show with a, I guess, redone version of Public Enemies Fight the Power. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It featured, what it featured? Nas, Rhapsody, YG, Black Thought. Uh, you had Questlove. So it was a pretty stacked list. And honestly, that kind of really set the stage for the rest of the show. Um, Honestly, I did did have the show on and I watched a good portion of it. But that was also just playing Call of Duty at the same time. So it kind of fell into the background at times. But... Yeah, no, it was a really good way to intro the show, especially considering what's going on in the world today. Like, choosing Public Enemy and choosing Fight the Power is, like, the most appropriate way to do this. (laughs) And that trend did continue on throughout the rest of the show, too, with all the other performances, or at least a lot of them. Um, Well, since I started with performances, I guess I will continue with them. Uh, I'll just go through the more notable ones, mostly the ones that I remembered, because, like I said, I was doing other stuff (laughs) while I was watching it. Um, I believe the first one was from Roddy Rich, and his performance was really good, too, because it... um, One sec, I'm just pulling up the exact songs that he played. But it was really good because, I mean, obviously he had the Black Lives Matter tee, but also it was just the imagery was really impressive um yeah it was just it was a good track or a good way to do it and obviously you had to play the box um i don't know why i'm having such a hard time finding it now oh well maybe it's because it's not on this page anymore ha but anyways it was a good good start (laughs) to the rest of the show um once he or before he got to the box or actually during it as well i guess he had this screen behind him full of like youtube streams with pretty much everyone like having the fist up i was like that's pretty dope it was really well done um i guess i'm just confused because sometimes roddy rich sounds really good like, on songs, but then, like, live is kind of weird. And that's the other thing, because, yes, these were performances, but they were done in a way that made it feel like its own music video, and I feel like the production value was a lot higher than normal for, like, a BET um, performance. Because a lot of times with the BET performances, there's a lot of, like, stage stuff going on, so there's only so much that they could really do. But since everything was virtual this year... The artist had time to basically make another video for it. And it was I just really like how that was done. 
Um, the next video that I, I think the next video that happened was the, um, the Megan the Stallion one. And on that, she performed. Oh, fuck. Whatever her new song is, I. I'm just blanking right now. But she performed that as well as the Savage remix with Beyonce. I kind of wish that she was able to get Beyonce to come out to do the song with her. But, I mean, I get it. It's. Beyonce is not the easiest person to get hold of. And that's for a good reason. <laughs> But, yeah, like, Megan's performance was a little bit different because I guess it wasn't as, like, in your, not, not in your face, but, like, it wasn't super obvious what she was doing for Black Lives Matter. Um, it was there, but, you know, it wasn't just, like, in your face. And it, it also, her video was just kind of weird because it was like, are we in Mad Max now? Is this Mad Megan? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was an interesting choice. Um, I definitely did like the transition, though, between the first song and Savage. Because it was just like her and everyone else, like riding ATVs and dirt bikes <laughs> to the next location. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and then, the uh, I don't remember if the next one is Anderson Pack or the Babies. I think it's Anderson Pack, so we'll talk about that. Uh, he performed Lockdown with J Rock, and I think I've said this before, but I really need that J Rock verse to be on streaming rather than like just for performances or for the video, because his his verse is so good and it's so important. <laughs> And it's just like, it's a shame that people who are watching it or listening to it through streaming don't get to hear it. I have a feeling that it'll probably get released as like the remix at some point. Or like a part two. But yeah, the Anderson Pax performance was, I mean, it basically continued the video <laughs> that he put out for lockdown. And... I don't know, it, it was a solid performance. Um, the thing that I really liked was when he was walking and performing, like, as he was getting towards the camera, like, his mic had a flashlight on it, kind of simulating, like, a cop coming up to your window with a flashlight. I hope no one uses that as a gif. <laughs> what I just did. No. Um, yeah, his performance was really solid. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about his performance itself, I guess. It was, I mean, Anderson Pack. Uh, then the last one that I want to talk about, because it's the last one that I paid attention to, to be completely honest, was The Baby. Um, so him and Roddy Rich performed a remix to Rockstar. And for the whole beginning of the video, he was using basically the imagery of a policeman on his neck, similar in the way that the Minneapolis PD murdered George Floyd. And for he just basically did his whole verse like that. Um, the rest of the video goes on, but like 
it's really like I appreciate when rappers who have that sort of like level of like fan, like that big of a fan base like when they do sort of that sort of thing like to draw attention to it like it's the same thing when Lil Baby did his song like you have such a wide audience and you're using it to basically spread a good message and like awareness really so that that tra- uh, video actually really I feel like it was really important uh, and yeah like I'm it's honestly something I wouldn't expect from the baby. Like, so it's nice to see it. Really, like he, to me, doesn't seem like the type of person that would really address what's going on as much as some other people. But given the times we're in, I mean, everyone's surprising us. So, I, I'm glad he did that. That doesn't mean I'm going to go listen to the baby anymore because I'm tired of his one flow. Uh, I know there was other performances, and they were good too. I just wanted to focus on those ones mostly because I those are the ones that I paid attention to and I actually was watching. And I feel like a lot of people really had a reaction to. Um, sorry about the planes. Moving on, though. So the it's an award show, so obviously I have to talk about. The nominees and the awards themselves. Oh, another thing is like my biggest, like the biggest draw for me to the BET Awards has always been the ciphers. So I was pretty bummed out when there wasn't any ciphers this year. I understand that it doesn't quite work because normally it's like you have the DJ and then all the people performing in the cipher like in the room together I'm sure there was some way they could go around it but it's probably easier for them to just forego it this time but that said I hope that they don't get rid of it entirely because the one that they had last year was really dope and the one that they had the year before was really good too um, at least those are the only ones that I remember right now I know the Griselda one was really good. The Shady 2.0 one was really good. I think even last year Eminem just did a whole ass freestyle himself. Either last year or the year before. So, I mean, that's not something that we got this time. Um, Moving on, though. To the actual awards. I'm just going to go in order of this list I found. I don't want to kind of mess it up. And I think this is actually the order that they ended up going in anyways. So, starting off, album of the year. It was between Roddy Rich's Please Excuse Me For Being Antisocial, Lizzo's Cause I Love You, Megan Thee Stallion Fever, Beyonce's Homecoming, the live album, Her, I Used To Know Her, and the Baby Kirk. Out of all these albums, I didn't really care for any of them. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Um, I didn't listen to Her's album, so I can't say but honestly she probably would have been the one that I would have chosen just out of my opinions like Roddy Rich's uh, please excuse me for being antisocial was on your boys 
top albums of last year. So, I mean, that makes sense for it to be included here. But for baby, like, I think the only track I liked off of Kirk was the intro. And then Beyonce, I mean, I'm actually surprised that she didn't win because everyone loves Beyonce. And then Lizzo, because I love you, I... It's okay. I mean, it's not for me, so... It is what it is. Uh, and then Megan the Stallion Fever. That one, actually, I could have seen winning, for sure. Because that was, like... Actually, is Fever the one that came out last year? It's not the recent one, right? If it's not the recent one, then I could see it for sure. If it was the recent one, I'm actually surprised that it's on there, because... Like, it's a good... That was, like, a good project. Oh, Sugar. No, no, it wasn't Sugar. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyways, the winner for that was Roddy Rich. Uh, please excuse me for being antisocial. Which, it's a good look for him. Um, I'm kind of indifferent, like I mentioned, so it's whatever. Uh, moving to the next category, we had Best Male Hip Hop Artist. That was between The Baby, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, and Travis Scott. Uh, I mean, out of this list, I mean, I'm just looking at it originally. Like, I see who won here, obviously, but I the only person that I could really expect to win would be the baby, <clears throat> because I mean, the baby's kind of running things right now. Like, he's probably the most popular artist, like in general, right now. Like, obviously, Drake and Future are gonna be big, and Travis Scott too. But I think the people choosing uh, the winners would have gone for the baby anyway, which I mean he did. He did win. So not a big surprise. Um, I'm actually surprised that they had Roddy Rich on there, but I guess because everyone really liked his album makes some sense. I don't really know who else I would have put on there. Like, that would have been well-known enough to actually compete. Yeah, like... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I feel like IDK should have been on there, maybe. Or Freddie Gibbs. But those two aren't really as well-known as anyone on that list. So... Uh, then we go into Best Female Hip Hop Artist. This was between Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Doja Cat, Lizzo, Nicki Minaj, and Sweetie. This one I feel like was a bit more well-balanced, to be completely honest. I was surprised to see Cardi B on this list because she hasn't really put out an album in a while. Um, Doja Cat makes sense, too, because she's one of the bigger artists right now. Same with Lizzo and Nicki Minaj. I mean, Nikki, like, anytime she drops something, she's there. Like, you're going to hear about her. Um, I'm actually surprised that Sweetie was on there. Just because I... Maybe I'm just out of touch, but I just haven't really heard anything from her recently. But, uh, yeah, obviously the winner here is Megan Thee Stallion. Like, <laughs> she dropped two albums and then just, like, a handful of songs. 
Plus, Savage is like the biggest song in the last forever. <laughs> uh, then we move on to Video of the Year. And this one, too, also makes... Like, the choices here make sense to me. Uh, so the first one is DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend, Higher, Chris Brown and Drake, No Guidance, The Baby, Bop, Doja Cat, Say So, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer, and Roddy Rich, The Box. Now, personally, none of these videos were anything special. Like, last year it made sense. Or, yeah, I'm pretty sure Sicko Mode, like, Sicko Mode was for sure video of the year. Like, you don't even have to like Travis Scott. Like, you just looking at the visuals, like, yes, video of the year. Like, to me, none of these videos were really anything special. Like, they're pretty standard videos. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> like, none of them had anything to them. But to be fair, like, most popular music videos aren't really anything special either. Anyway. Uh, but the winner here was higher because that honestly was the best out of them. Like that, I don't think you can really argue that. Um, and then so the next category is best female R and B slash pop artist. So this was between Lizzo, Beyonce, her, Janae Aiko. Kelani and Summer Walker. Now this one I have more thoughts on. So if we're going for a more R&B sound, I would definitely lean more towards Kelani, Janae Aiko and Summer Walker or and her for sure. But because we're also including pop, Lizzo and Beyoncé are definitely up there. Now, to me, I would probably choose her, just because she's, to me, the best overall R&B artist. But because it's more of a mix. Um, ignoring Beyonce, because, again, like you, Beyonce should win everything. <laughs> no, um, she didn't have a body of workout this year, so can't really say her. But um, outside of her and Beyonce, I would lean more towards Kehlani, honestly. She, or even Summer Walker. I'm surprised that she like isn't getting more attention because she kind of blew up like after her album. And I feel like she's kind of simmering down quite a bit. Um, another artist I actually would rather have on here would be um, Ari Lennox. Because, well, at least as far as the R&B part is concerned. But the winner here was Lizzo. And that makes sense because Cause I Love You was like one of the biggest albums. <laughs> so it's really no surprise. But like I said, personally, <clears throat> Kehlani or her. And then we go into best male R&B slash pop artist. And again, I have things to say about this category. So... The nominees here were Chris Brown, Anderson Back, Jacquees, Khalid, Khalid, 
The Weekend and Usher. Now, out of everyone here, the I think the only one that's really released an album recently is The Weekend and Jacques. I guess Chris Brown too, but like that's as far as I can remember. And personally, I thought that Jacques technically would have won just because of the buzz that he's gotten, or even The Weekend, because After Hours was such a big album. But maybe everyone's like me and just kind of forgot about it for a while. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, I wouldn't really put Anderson Pack in this category because he's just this weird combination of hip hop, R&B, soul, and pop. <laughs> like, he's hard to really put into one category. Um, so it really, even though I really like Anderson Pack, like I probably wouldn't have given it to him. Also, it's kind of weird to see Usher on here because I don't think he really did anything. Um, but yeah, Chris Brown won. I don't think anyone's surprised about that, but I don't think he should have won that. That's just me, though. But I also just kind of don't care for Chris Brown as a person. So there's that. Um, and now we're at the category where I have the most to say. So the next one is best group. This was between Migos, Chloe and Haley, City Girls, Earth Gang, Griselda, and Jack Boys. Now, most of these groups make sense. So, for example, like City Girls, Earth Gang, Griselda, and Jack Boys. Chloe and Haley, I wouldn't really put up there just yet. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't. I don't think they had enough out yet to really put them in this category, but they're here. And the Migos, I definitely wouldn't put in here because they haven't done anything good since Bad and Bougie, and that was like what four years ago. Like, why are y'all still on this list? Um, to me, it would really between it would really be between Earth Gang and Griselda, but I would say that Earth Gang won or should have won because they're an actual group. Like, very rarely do they rap apart from each other. Griselda is more of a label to me. Like, yes, they have tracks and they have albums as a whole but i feel like they like whenever i think of griselda i think about them more as individuals rather than as a whole group um but still i would lean more towards earth gang or griselda just because they've both gotten so much attention in the last year like earth gang like to hear their own thing like <laughs> They're one of my favorite groups out right now. Um, like, they're just so... So different. <laughs> like, it's nice to have that sound. And then Griselda, like... They are so big right now. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, everyone 
is listening to Griselda, at least in the hip hop like realm. At least that's how I feel. Like everyone knows of Griselda, or they've heard of them, or they actively listen to them. Like it's kind of crazy. But the winner here is the Migos, because fuck it, why not? Like I'm honestly really annoyed that the Migos won because. What have they done in the last, let's say, like, not even the last year, last two years, that has been worth them being best group? Like, no one cares about the Migos anymore. Like, some people like them individually, but, like, as a group, they haven't done anything that I feel like the general public really enjoyed. So it's just frustrating to see them on there. I'm honestly surprised that Jack Boys didn't win because, I mean, Travis Scott, but whatever. Uh, Alright, now we're going to Best New Artist. Um, so the nominees here were Roddy Rich, Danny Lee, Lil Nas X, Pop Smoke, Summer Walker, and YVN Cordae. Now, to me, this was... I, f- I personally thought that Pop Smoke was going to win, but, I mean, everyone here it, it deserves to be here, uh, but Roddy Rich won, and that's no surprise, really. It's honestly kind of funny. I feel like after his album, I haven't really heard much buzz around him, but I guess people are still looking. Uh, the last one I'm really just going to touch on because I'm running out of time is the best collaboration. This was between Chris Brown and Drake's No Guidance, Khaled, Nipsey Hussle, and John Legend's Hire, Future and Drake, Life is Good, Her and YG, Slide, Megan, Nicki Minaj, and Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer, and Wale and Jeremiah on Chill. To me, it would have been between Higher, Life is Good, and On Chill. Like, that's my personal picks. But I understand, or I have some understanding of the general public, and that would be probably between No Guidance, Life is Good, and Hot Girl Summer. So it's no surprise that No Guidance won. I mean, there's so many things, so many people that you could have chosen for this category, so it's not surprising that they just went with the most popular options. But, anyways. That's pretty much all I have to say about the BET Awards, especially because I only have like a minute left on recording. Um, Please comment below with your thoughts on the BET Awards. And also go to the description, because there's a bunch of links there. The first one you'll see is for the new Bar for Bar shirt that uh, all the profits are going to go directly to Hip Hop for Change. And then below that are a bunch of links to petitions and places you can donate to uh, because really you should. I mean, if you're on this channel, I assume you're a decent person. Um, Anyways, please like and subscribe if you want to see more content like this. And, you know, just stay safe out there. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and have a good day.